What you are about to hear is a labor of love. Our love is for the music, and the music is for the people. We at Rockstrikes 10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, and or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels, or hopefully by the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock
Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. All right, it's now time for the second to last odds and ends entry of the year 2022, and we kicked off this episode with a really neat odd and end, a single-only release by 24-7 Spies. Yeah, one of the greatest to ever come out of the Bronx. That standalone single was called Angels and Demons. Now, if you're like Joey, that did not sound like Jimmy Hazel or anybody else from 24-7 Spies singing. And you'd be right. It's kind of a conceptual single there called Angels and Demons. The demon of the band, someone I hadn't heard of before, but I guess a friend of theirs, a guy named Ryan Bland. He plays in a band called Ake. I'm assuming they're a hardcore band of some sort, judging by the vocals. And the angel in question is someone named Corinne Drury. Now, if you were paying attention to the pop charts around 1987, you definitely heard that voice a lot. That is the singer for Swing Out Sister. Yeah, so we live in a world now where there are no degrees of separation between Sophista Pop Great's Swing Out Sister and the great heavy metal soul act 24-7 Spies. Oh, what a world we live in. Proof that there is no God, right? Yeah, <laughs> all right. So I was kind of trying to tie in this next batch of songs with that kind of a flavor, Angels and Demons. I think I pulled it off pretty well because these are two types of bands coming up here that are non-believers like myself, and, but they come in different approaches completely musically. So I thought it'd be kind of cool to play them back to back. Oh yeah, by the way, if you're new to the show, welcome to the Odds and Ends. I'll do it real quick. I've said a lot on these episodes, but Odds and Ends are songs that will not make it into the final critical list for any year because they don't come off of full-length studio albums. So these are songs from single-only releases, such as that, EPs, box sets, live albums, tribute albums, cover albums, just random type songs there. So yes, getting back into this next double shot, as it refers and appeals to my non-believer type narrative right here, we're going to start off this twofer with a nice little toe-tapper here, dealing in that subject, from a band that unfortunately called it quits this year, and they'd only done three EPs worth of new material, and they bowed out after the third volume. I'm not sure if that was always the idea, but they are no more. Unfortunately, this great band here called the Licorice Quartet, which, of course, the lead on them in their bio would say that they were from Jellyfish, but for me, they were the half of Imperial Drag, and possibly my favorite one-and-done band of all time, Imperial Drag, right there. So the fact that... Eric Dover and Roger Manning were making music together again, just really... And I know they'd done it on and off since Imperial Drag, but just the fact that this could have been like a real full-time band and now it's not anymore kind of took the wind out of my sail on that one. But I'm happy for the music, and I'd like to share one of those songs here with you. So to kick off this twofer concerning Angels and Demons, this is the Licorice Quartet with Fortunately... Fell in love with the fellowship hall. A million men 
All right, a nice yin-yang in there, although dealing in the same kind of topic. That was a new band called Fugitive. Now, I got into that band just strictly due to the fact that this was the first project that Blake Ibanez had done after the unfortunate and untimely passing of Riley Gale of Power Trip. So Blake was the guitarist in Power Trip and helped write a lot of the songs. And this was his new project here. I thought it was actually going to be initially the surviving members of Power Trip all playing together, but unfortunately that's not the case. That could still be a thing down the road, I don't know. But once I know, I'll probably be playing something by him on the show. But yes, till then, Fugitive. They got a new EP out called Maniac. And actually, the first three songs you've heard on this show should all be able to be purchased on the Bandcamp website. So I definitely recommend that if you're going to purchase it. And we always recommend that you do, legally go there. And if you do that, that means the band gets a better royalty rate. If you do it on Bandcamp Friday, they get an even higher royalty rate. So always a good thing to do for sure to support those artists. And I recommend that, of course. And speaking of passing of great and irreplaceable lead singers, going to get into this too for right here. There was actually a lot to do with Quiet Riot this year. Apparently this overseas label went and re-released the first two albums. I'm talking like the first two albums, not Metal Health and Condition Critical, but like the first two, the ones that only came out in Japan initially. So those are out and about. I'm not even sure if those are official. I still can't get confirmation on that. But also Deadline went ahead and re-released the Alive and Well CD, which I'm glad it got a re-release because I felt like it was massively ignored when it came out. And Alive and Well was a collection of new songs with the Metal Health lineup, the great classic lineup. And the first half was new material, and then the second half was basically a greatest hits live in the studio kind of thing. And I actually like those re-recordings quite a bit. I think they sound great. So if you get that Alive and Well, you get all that stuff, plus you get like a bunch of extra bonus live tracks from the Condition Critical Tour. And on top of that, they throw in some demos from Metal Health, which is not even that lineup that you know and love. It's a different lineup. It's still Kevin and Frankie, but it's Bob Stefan on guitar and Chuck Wright on bass, who, if you know the band remotely, you know that Chuck Wright, who is their bass player and has been for quite a bit, he actually played bass on the version that you hear of Bang Your Head Metal Health on the actual album as well. So they were doing these demos in the early 80s, and the album didn't come out right away, and I guess they had to tweak the album a lot, and then it finally came out as Metal Health, of course. So that all being said, you get a handful of those demos, and they sound really good, actually. They've been mixed really well by Bob Marlette, who did a lot of work with Motorhead and Alice Cooper and people like that, just got a great ear. So this Alive and Well release is one of the great re-releases, reissues, what have you, of 2022. I highly recommend it. The packaging itself, whether you get it on CD or record, the packaging is almost exactly the same. They mirror each other, so it's like gatefold. Uh, each disc, each slab, whatever you want, has its own sleeve with its own pictures and credits, and it's just a well-put-together product, finally getting the release that it deserves. So if you're any kind of fan of Quiet Riot, you got to go check out Alive and Well. So I'm going to play you one of the bonus tracks off of this new release right here. Uh, one of the set demos, actually. And then I'll save the second track as a surprise, but it definitely will be another Quiet Riot tune. So let's kick off this twofer with a demo that really just surprised me. I've always liked this song, and I always thought it should have been a hit. I, I assumed that it didn't come out as a single because they probably thought it might be too tacky. 
to maybe commercialize a song that was eventually dedicated to the memory of Randy Rose, their former band member. So I'm assuming that's why, who knows, but I always liked Thunderbird and man, here in the demo here, the demo is freaking killer. So here you go. Here is the 1981 demo of Thunderbird.
Oh man, yeah. So for real, it's just so cool to hear the voice of Kevin DeBro, seemingly back from the grave. Uh, this is a guy who was one of the first voices I ever heard in rock music that really made me a fan of rock and roll. So it, it is just a really big deal to me to hear all this new old material, this all this unreleased stuff, this vault stuff with Kevin's voice on it. Such an unmistakable and irreplaceable voice, for sure. So yeah, hearing that demo of Thunderbird always gets me. I mean, the song itself is great, but that song apparently has always been great. And that last song you heard was a new song, if you will, uh, a song that was originally recorded in 2003 for the eventual Rehab album. And that was Kevin and Frankie and Rudy Sarzo on there, along with Alex Gross, a young guitar. And it's a song called I Can't Hold On. And if you're unlike me in the sense, I literally just plunked down on getting a secondhand copy of Rehab on CD finally for the first time this year. But apparently I should have waited because, and you're welcome, I put it into the universe that it was going to get a re-release. And that's what happens, right? You buy the new copy, the used one comes out. But yes, Rehab by Quiet Riot, getting a re-release, a remaster. It's definitely out there streaming. I think there's a physical on the way, but it will contain that bonus track, I Can't Hold On. I don't have a big review on Rehab. I've literally done two passes on it, and it's hard to match it up to the classic stuff it's almost unfair but i remember thinking it was pretty cool so you could definitely do a lot worse for sure at this point but yeah hearing that song i can't hold on how did that not come out on the record that's insanely good for me and yeah it's just really cool like frankie's widow is really holding down on the catalog hopefully there'll be a few more re-releases on the way i would think that there would be so definitely need proper reissues of down to the bone and guilty pleasures and 10 which people did not really hear that record at all it barely came out so hopefully those are going to happen maybe some official actual re-releases of those first two albums officially yes okay but yes let's move on here play something a little more up-tempo. These next two will definitely get you going. So just an instance where you've got two really awesome type of ladies, different types of ladies for sure, covering songs that were originally performed by guys. So simple as that, right? So we're going to kick off this twofer with a band that we went to go see earlier this summer. Myself and Nola did a little road trip action, went out to Denver to see this band and do a few other things like see some good friends Yes, along the way, we went and saw one of the very few Brian Wilson tribute shows performed by She and Him, and that album finally came out by the end of the summer, where they do all Brian Wilson songs, whether it's Beach Boys or solo material. Nice little tribute there to Brian. And I gotta say, the the hymn of She and Him, M. Ward, uh, very ballsy, but my hat's off to you. Going and rearranging Brian Wilson songs cannot be an easy thing to do. It's almost kind of ill-advised, but... I think when he went there and rearranged the songs to make it more of their own, I think he actually pulled them off pretty well, and that's hard to do. You know that's sacred ground with me. So it's a fun listen, so I recommend it. It's called Melt Away, a tribute to Brian Wilson by She and Him. And here's a fun little up-tempo song off of that to kick off this twofer. And they kicked off the show with this as well. This is Good to My Baby.
they put a bullet through his heart. Nice two for right there. We kicked things off with she and him doing the Beach Boys, Good to My Baby, for Melt Away, a tribute to Brian Wilson. We finished things off with an entry from one of the latest Lucinda Williams jukebox series. And that was a really cool project that came out of the pandemic to do live streaming at home. And Lucinda and her band put together all these different types of theme shows, mostly tributes to a certain person, like started off with Tom Petty, did a Dylan one down the road, did a couple of different like label type tributes like 
60 soul labels and some other cool stuff. There's there's some fun stuff to be had out there. And the latest one is called You're Cordially Invited, a tribute to the Rolling Stones. And like a lot of these, I like the fact that they don't go with just the obvious songs. There's obviously some hits on each one of these releases, but with something like the Rolling Stones, you could do hits for days. But I feel like her and her band really put together a nice collection of songs that were well-suited to Lucinda's singing style and just her overall image. So, really cool release, I think. I, sh- I think you should go check out most of those. I've definitely heard the Tom Petty and the Rolling Stones went all the way through, and I recommend those heavily. But that was, of course, Heartbreaker. But yes, great rendition right there. Let's do a two for now from, absolutely, if I was putting odds and ends on the best of, as far as like the best albums of the year, this group of albums would do exceptionally well. They'd probably run away with the year, to be quite honest with you. I've really, really enjoyed these, and hopefully sooner than later there will be a physical release of these, because right now these are only streaming albums, so it's almost like they don't exist. So kind of a true odd and end for me at this point. But Weezer have put out four different EPs just this year alone. It's a kind of a theme thing. It's called Seasons, S-Z-N-Z, because that's what the kids do nowadays. And yeah, spring, summer, fall, and winter. There's an EP for each season. And it doesn't really have, I mean, I guess there's a couple of songs on each one that would lend itself to the temperature that those seasons are known for. But for the most part, it's just a series of songs and four different EPs. But man, some really great material. Some of the best stuff that the band's ever done. And I and I feel like that's saying something. Uh, I've already played songs from Spring and Summer on this show. So you've heard those songs. You know that they're great. Fall and Winter, not too much more morose or anything. About the same kind of style, the up and down nature that Weezer does thematically. So yeah, once again, look forward to a physical of this. I would buy a box set of these, or honestly, with the length of each one, you could just do a double album and you're good to go. One side for each season. So let's make it happen, guys. Till then, check out these two songs from the latest two Weezer EPs. This is going to be Fall and then Winter. We're going to kick things off with Can't Dance, Don't Ask Me.
man, yeah, that last song, so epically wistful. It should have gone on Pinkerton for sure. So yes, that that's what I think. So yes, that was Weezer starting off from the Fall EP that was Can't Dance, Don't Ask Me. Then we finished off with a selection from Winter called The One That Got Away. And yes, if you've been paying attention to Weezer in the last few years, you know that one of my favorite albums of 2021 was the Van Weezer record. On the very last song on that album, they referenced this band right here that we're going to finish off the show with today. Another single-only release by this band who I've been raving about all year because they've had a reissue out and they've been touring and I went to go see them and I loved them and I've kind of been listening to them more than I have in a long time and I've loved this band ever since they first came out. So been on a big faster pussycat kick this year and i don't see things slowing down especially it seems like they're putting out new material maybe they got a full length coming out maybe they're just going to put some more singles out next year who knows but i'm on board so check this out the latest single release by faster pussycat it's called like a ghost
All right, closing off the show today, that was Faster Pussycat and their brand new song, Like a Ghost. Really fun song right there. Despite the fact that Tammy is the only original member left in that band, I still feel like that that style, that that sense of what the band's all about is still there, weirdly enough. And I usually don't say that with a band that's down to one original, but yeah, I'm a fan. Sue me. There you go. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back. We got one more Audit End episode to finish off for 2022 before we get to the big top 40. I believe I have a top 40 here. The best albums of 2022. I'm going to say it that way. Why not? So until then, stay tuned for my better half, Nola, with the plugs, and followed by the best damn outro song in all the podcasting business. Take it away, Nola. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, we give our cats Ruby and Ripley a treat. We are on Twitter at RockStrikes10 and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have RockStrikes10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message for more details or to order. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going all the way back to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, check out some of these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. And the I Am Vinyl Podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. We also highly recommend that you check out our good friend, Mark Striegel, who can now be heard exclusively on Sirius XM as part of Ozzy's Boneyard and Hair Nation. Last, but certainly not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent ya. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun. Game show is brought to you by Christ. I can't find it. The hell with it.